0: Live in the building, your host Branded in the house. We doing it strong on Monday. What's good, everybody? Hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope everybody is pretty much just kind of lacing up they, they they phone lines and computer lines and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? We got a good show for you tonight. You know what I'm saying, the homie? Stack Quo gonna be calling in in a quick second. Also, my man out here, the established artist Metro P, he's gonna be calling in more or less the tip top in the next hour. But at the same time, I'm I'm really, really glad y'all able to check us. Come in. It's been three days since we actually did a show. And uh, sorry for the raspy voice. You know what I'm saying your man's a little under the weather, but I'm still doing it strong because we live uh, on Monday on Vintage Music Talk Radio. And y'all know the number. If y'all don't know, y'all know now. The number is 347 3. Once again, numbers number 347 8653 Nah, uh, you know, it's star-studied event. Got a good week lined up, so we definitely making sure we keep it pushing. Nah, uh, you know what I'm saying? I got a couple of things I want to say before I say what's up to the staff and actually Micah's uh, stat quote. is like uh, stat quote, I've been, I've been listening to this dude, you know what I'm saying? He's been, you know, when he was on the aftermath camp for a while. And to me, I think when it comes to people that got talent, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, you, you would at least think that this man would be, like, put on the threshold of some of these other established rappers and shit like that. But, you know what I'm saying, aside from that, because everybody want to eat. And at the end of the day, everybody want to, you know, have a little bit of shine and stuff like that. But there's a lot of street motherfuckers out here, and a lot of people appreciate, you know, St. Quo's contributions to the game and stuff. So we going to support this dude, talk about what he got in store, talk about if he got any upcoming things. And, you know what I'm saying, we're trying to get this man out here in the bank, too, you know what I mean? So we're just going to try to keep it pushing. And as I say, what's up to, um, you know, before I say what's up to Stackpole, let me say what's good to this staff, Mr. Instance in the building, V from Vegas in the house. Both of y'all,
1: give me a yay-yay in this motherfucker live on Monday. What it do? Yay-yay what it is, family, vintage music, talk radio, in your ear hole. <laughs> Westwood. West.
0: I'm going to give you Westwood instead of yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I feel you. I feel you, you out there retail repping, so that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And actually, I'm going to put a mic on a couple of block callers and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? And I know one of them has got to be Stat Quo, So as I mic up both of them, you know what I'm saying? I know Stat Quo, he ain't out in the Bay, but he could say yay, yeah, yay, yeah, live on Monday. You know what I mean? What it do, Stat Quo.
2: Yay, yay, nigga.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was good, pimpin'.
2: I ain't nothing, man. You know, I'm trying to make a dollar out of 15 bricks. You know, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. I he does it was right,
0: out. man. <laughs> hey, first off, man, I want to say thank you for coming in. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long time coming for you to come on Vintage Music Talk Radio. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, as we kick off the show, brother, man, what's, what's good with you, though?
2: Man, I'm out here, like I said, I'm grinding every day. In the studio, basically making music still, putting it out on the web, put, you know, just basically just letting my presence be felt. Because a lot of times when people leave that, you know, even though I signed a Shady Aftermath, but a lot of times when people leave that camp, like, they're just not visible anymore. So, you know, you see what Joel doing, he's still making his presence known, and then, you know, me doing my thing, it kind of like to change that old stereotype of a lot of artists that leave that Aftermath or Umbrella. They get caught up and and not do nothing. And you got Busta Rhymes, who was under that umbrella also. No doubt. I'm just trying to keep my presence out here, you know?
0: No doubt. And and you know what? I mean, it's just like I said, to kick off this show, you know what I'm saying, we got a lot of people that do respect your movement with your music because, you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, we all see... We all see the contributions you, you put on on Eminem stuff and you know, the the re up and, and everything that was that was aftermath, that was Shady Aftermath at the time, your contributions with fifty and everything that you put in as far as work. I mean, do you feel like you, you've been appreciated so far as far as music goes, or are you still trying to fight and scratch for your name?
2: I'm definitely trying to fight and scratch for my name, but at the same time, you know, I have never put out a full length album for the people. So, you know, it's a lot of people that when they had conversations about who's one of the dopest dudes out of the South and out of Atlanta, and my name, for my name to come up is just a testament to the grind. So I appreciate, you know, all the love I get from any love I get from people because that was always my dream with, with music, just, you know, for somebody to, to appreciate what I do because I do it for, like, truly do it for the people. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Like, I feel like every, you know, whatever you do and how you do it, just make sure it's your own because if you if you make it your own and you contribute to the game in your own kind of way, you're not necessarily trying to emulate or be like somebody else, what you'll do is you'll inspire somebody to really want to do this shit, this, this thing called hip-hop, and that'll make it grow. And in doing that, you'll be bigger than you ever thought you, you would ever be, so you know, going back on your question, I just really appreciate all the love and the support I've gotten. You know, and I appreciate all the hate because you know when motherfuckers be hating, it just made me want to go back in and try to make flawless music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, got
0: a lot of haters. You know what I mean? Gotta Shout love out to motherfuckers for real. I mean, Stack Quote in the building live on Monday on Vintage Music Talk Radio, you know what I'm saying, in addition to the emails that be coming. Make sure y'all keep them coming over to VintageMusicRadio at gmail.com. That's music with a K. And also, you know what I'm saying, Bang the number as well, 347-215-8653. I got staff members on deck. I got a couple of callers waiting online, pretty much wanting to hear Stack Quote's voice. I'm going to go ahead and toss toss something over to Mr. N. I'm saying one of my staff members, I know he probably got a question or two, and then we're going to hit up V from Vegas with some, uh, with some, with some questions and whatnot, so in a sense,
1: go ahead and take it, brother. Atlanta, what it is, man.
2: Oh, man, what's happening, bro?
1: Man, chilling, chilling, chilling. Hey, man, you know, I've pretty much been following you probably since about, you know, '04 around there, oh four, oh five, man, you know, and, you know, I live out here in GA, so, you know, I'm around the town or whatever, but, uh. You know, um, my question is, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna even tip on the aftermath type stuff, man. I'm gonna get into some instrumental type stuff as far as you know what, what, what's been more detrimental to your game since you, you know, you have been with the shady camp and whatnot. But um, you know, how do you feel like? I first heard about you, man, through you know my dudes, man, the hitman DJs and whatnot. Um, how do you feel like? You know, record pools and and DJ clicks. You know, have you know helped helped your music out
2: since you've been doing it? Ah, oh, man, they've been very instrumental on, on on my music. You know, at the end of the day, them, them pools can be, they can be your friend or they can be your enemy, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody with them pools, they got their own type of system and they got their own kind of like hierarchy with that. So if you go in there trying to battle them DJ crews, you know, a lot of times you'll lose and they'll just ban your stuff. And not really support it, you know what I'm saying? Um, right. I think when you know a lot of people be like the DJ is dead, the DJ ain't dead. I just feel like um, the the our mind, all of us as human beings, and of course DJs are human beings. is like a lot of times we get boxed in, and we feel like certain kind of music can't be played in a certain settings, so we don't even give it a shot. You know what I'm saying? And we and what happens is you start training people and playing the same thing. So kind of, you know, on your question, I just I, I kind of alluded and went off on it, but what I would like to see were DJs. Even though I've been helped in the past with DJs, I would like to see DJs taking more chances to really, like, and a lot of DJs be like, I break records. I mean, but it's not really anything to break a a record that sound like 12 other records that was already popping in your club, you know what I'm saying? That's right. not really anything like that. Like, that doesn't impress anybody, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I would like to see more DJs take more chances with their crowds. And not necessarily play it at 1 a.m. or 2 in the morning, but, you know, at 11 o'clock, at 10 o'clock, it ain't really crowded. So you can start, if you work every Saturday, you can throw that record there on every Saturday if it's something you feeling. If it, you ain't feeling it, don't mess with it. Don't fuck with it. But if it's something you feeling it and you not playing it 'cause you like, I don't know if my crowd will be cool with it. Well play it at ten or eleven o'clock, ain't nobody in there. But yep. all saying that, you know what I mean, I've definitely been helped by DJ crews and you know, I think a lot of artists, you know, You me get on artists, a lot of artists DJs to me are like the soldiers on the front line, you know what I'm saying? And like they out there with the people battling and breaking these records and a lot of artists don't really give them that type of uh You know, that the the credit that they deserve, which is flawed. You know, that ain't right. You know what I'm saying? So I think artists need to do a better job as like saying, "Yo, this DJ crew or this DJ really was behind this record," and to show love to where when they get to a certain point, to be like, "Okay, the Hitman DJs blew me up. Let's do a party with the Hitman DJs. Y'all promote it. You know what I'm saying? I show up on the strength, and that's money for the crew. You know what I'm saying? It's just different ways." Artists can give back that that a lot of times they don't right to the
0: crews uh if you go ahead and take a question from Mr. Atlanta himself Quote, live on Monday, go ahead, brother
3: uh, no actually, what actually gets you in your mind state when you uh when you try- when you go on your way to the studio and you're getting ready to get out what actually you know what i'm saying when you know you got any kind of thing that you do to to really get your mind straight to to get ready
2: to get out. Um, really, keep it real with you, uh, I, I, I either read or, like, I'll watch TV and then I'll sit, I'll sit and I'll write, like, six or seven songs in a row and then I'll just go lay them down. It's like, you know, I don't know, it's, it's like getting on the bike for me, man, I, I don't, it's not necessarily nothing crazy. I know everybody got, like, little systems, man, but I don't, I don't really got no crazy systems, keep it real, I just... I just go in there, man. You know, I, I let I let what's going on in the world inspire me. You know, I let I let the right. the day to day activities. You know, if I get a call from a, you know a friend and they need to borrow some money, you know that that ends up being a song for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or I get a bill in the, I, or a bill collector call me and I avoid the call. That's a song. You know what I'm saying? All these everything that happens in my life is a song. You know, me and my 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 girl getting to it, it's a song, you know. Drama with my mama or my baby mama, it's a song, you know what I'm saying? You know, just everything about my, everything that I, my living and everything I see, I turn it into music because it's like, it's my therapy, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I find that you really can't trust nobody else, so I, I'd rather put my trust into the microphone and to the pen and the paper. To express myself and to really talk to it and, and and zone out to where you know it's like, oh well, I'm doing this for me and then do it like that, you know what I'm saying it's like my therapy do you feel, I, I feel
0: like, like do you feel like it's a do you feel like it's uh like what you saying right now is is what I truly believe how you know the 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 music game should be it should be about you know you basing your music off of feelings off of situations in your life and shit. You got so many artists here nowadays, they, they pretty much just kind of like going through the motions and they, and they really, and, that's, and I'm not even trying to talk, talk them really, but at the same time, you can tell some generic shit versus some people that's really and truly, you know what I'm saying, writing from their heart or spitting from their heart or doing something yeah, but, because they love but, what they do, dig?
2: Yeah, they, and, they, and you got to understand, and I get it, and I know you get what I'm going to say, so... But they just doing it, man. They just doing it because they trying to make some money, man. I feel you. They just want want to make some money. That's really what this is right now. Let's keep it real. Like, people, you know, you in California. One out of eight people out there, you know, don't got a job right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the governor of California, is talking about legalizing marijuana in order to bring money into, y'all. you know, into money, into the to the infrastructure of California, you know what I'm saying? Like
4: you know why, fucked. right? It's that fucked you, up. So they yeah, can cause you it. see, uh-huh,
0: and you see, uh, Big Arnold now he kind of like looking at the game, and he like, all right, well, shit, they making hell of money off this. Let me see if we go ahead and yeah,
3: you know
2: they looking shit? at Amsterdam. Like, take Amsterdam for instance. Amsterdam was like was infected with crime before they legalized drugs in that area, and then and it, and now their crime rate has shrank. They're they getting money. You know what I'm saying? They made it a part of the infrastructure. So California now, you know, is looking like, hey, hold up, wait a minute. You know, how can we get in, in on this money? You know, because it's, it's a city in Northern California. I forgot where it is exactly. But it's legal. You can grow like six plants. You know, it used to be like 20 plants, but they just cut it down. Now, the feds say weed is illegal, period. But, you know, they let state. Governments, you know, and cities mandate that, you know, how shit is run. So basically, what, you know, to say all that, you know, to say all of that, they're looking at this town, motherfuckers in there making, you know, just motherfuckers growing the shit. Not even selling it, but just to grow it. They're getting 10, 15,000 coming up there on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? So, Arnold yep. looking like, okay, we fucked up. We got the movie industry out here, but we still fucked up. Ain't no jobs. Wait a minute, let's do this. We already got these little medical centers where you can go get a zone uh, uh, uh or the good for three fifty and we eat off of that anyway. We might as well throw this shit in the motherfucking uh have this shit at the at, at, at the goddamn BP or the Chevron next to the you know. cigarette. You know what I'm saying? No. let's get it. You know, and that and, and, and you know that's what it's gonna be. Because doll it's... Motherfuckers when you when it when when motherfuckers is fucked up financially, what do you wanna do? If you can't get money, you wanna get high. You wanna get out you wanna get out of your reality. Period.
0: That's real.
2: And you gonna figure <laughs> out a way to get you some weed. Or you gonna figure out a way to get you a beer. It's going down. <laughs> yeah. Same shit. So they can ready to do that, bro. California. Hey you're gonna
0: be at Chevron I'll be like, Hey, can I get twenty on Pump Two? Can I get a uh, can I get a house of weed real quick?
2: Yeah, what and what's going to be crazy is when they tax <laughs> but the taxes they're going to put on that shit is nuts. How they tax them cigarettes? You know, like a box, already, of cigarettes, a box of cigarettes is crazy. I don't smoke, but my homeboys that do, them niggas that's doing like two, three packs a day, they getting <laughs> fucked.
0: Yep.
2: You know, like back in the day, I had a partner who went to jail because cigarettes down in Atlanta was way cheaper than they were in New York. So oh, yeah. what he was what he was doing was buying boxes of cigarettes, taking them up to motherfucking New York, selling them by the fucking butt, the truckload. They got that nigga for trafficking, like traff like like he was trafficking drugs, dog. They got him for trafficking. You know why? Because they wasn't eating off of the shit. See you know what I'm saying?
0: That's crazy.
2: The government got to get it. They got to get there. I ain't mad at them. Fucking, you gotta love it. They they yeah. they they do. You know they do what we do.
0: Exactly, you got that grind, hustle, do what you do, you know what I mean? Live on Monday, Stat Quo is in the building on Vintage Music Talk Radio. You know what I'm saying? A couple of calls, stay on the line. Let me go ahead and mic up. One of them calls from the 510, the 927 Shade Boogie in the house. what it do to Stat Quo live
2: on Monday, baby. What's cracker laughing, y'all? What's happening? How y'all doing tonight? Very good, baby, how are you? Uh, I'm chilling. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Um, I know that you out there, and I know there's probably like a whole bunch of chicken heads trying to holler at you, so how do you handle that situation knowing that you have a girl? How do I what? How do I handle it? Yeah, how do you handle a situation? I know they know that you got a girl, and, you know, I know they still be trying to holler at you and trying to persuade you to be like, you know, hey, just be with me, you know, and try to be with you you know, for the fame and not for it just to be with you. So how do you handle that situation with chicken meat? I mean I, I mean I just depend on the situation. I mean case by case. <laughs> Depending on what it is, you know what I'm saying? But like on the on the strength on 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 the strength like I don't even like I don't even like you know, I don't even entertain certain shit. You know what I'm saying? I just hit a rock. You know what I'm saying? I don't even you know like early on early. early on in my in my um, music career I kinda really got caught up and I was all out there and fucking around and you know, I, I I ain't really had nobody like that. But at the end of the day, you know, you can only be like uh cum de Gras Pimp for so long, you gotta get in there and figure <laughs> out what you gonna do. You know And you know I talk a whole lot of shit on my records. You know, I do records about uh, women and shit. I didn't fuck girls. I didn't fuck with. I'm talking about my life because I really lived it. You know what I'm saying? But you right. know, at a certain point, you got to get to a point where it's like, okay, well, you know, I I, I ain't trying to be alone forever. So you got to grow up. You know what I mean? And and True. situations that situations that come by you, you you seen it so much. You seen the bullshit. And there's so many stereotypes about artists and people that do music to where, you know, it, it it's so difficult for somebody in my position to even be with somebody because they don't they don't believe shit you say anyway, you always on the road. You know. So it's it's just it's just rough, you know what I'm saying? But I I respect so, so my, my lady I respect my lady and I don't I don't fuck around. It's what it is.
0: That's real. Hey Stat, like, you know, I know you locked down with your lady and stuff like that and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But during them younger days, dude, like, you know what I'm saying, when you was really doing hardcore you touring. what was man, it.
2: I'm I'm thirty, dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm thirty years old. I've been fucking with music for a long time. I was going man. Let's put some of them records, man. I got some disrespectful shit in there. And all of it was done.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the what was the craziest? Hey, Steph, What was the craziest thing you had to you had to go through like during the little tour days when you was around? You know, doing little tour shots with Eminem and Fifty and all that shit.
2: We well, this is crazy. This motherfucking um, uh, I give you two stories. This fucking girl, I forgot what we was man. This girl really like tattooed a whole like scene. She tattooed a, a big ass Eminem. And, like, all, like, a scene and shit, right? But so Eminem was climbing out of her back, nigga, like a real-life tattoo. Wow. Climbing out of her back. This white chick, man, it was, like, bright as fuck. I'm like, damn, like, what you, you going to be 50 years old with Eminem out your back? Like, what the fuck? Like, her whole back, like, 50 cent back. This girl had her whole back, Eminem, like, walking out of the bitch back. When I saw her, I was like, first of all, first, I looked at her back like, wow, this bitch crazy. Then, like, me and Proof, we just laughed. We was laughing our ass off.
0: <laughs> we was laughing.
2: I was like, you stupid as fuck. Like, I, I was like, it my dog, but, shit, I ain't I ain't tagging that nigga on my back. I ain't tagging my mom <laughs> climbing out of my back. You know what I'm saying? I got my son. I ain't tagging him climbing out of my motherfucking back. This bitch got Eminem climbing on her damn back. <laughs> it was crazy, uh, and then I, matter of fact, i gave you three stories. Then this other story: I was in Orlando. Me, M. Dre, Fifty, we was all down there. Um, they was, what was we working on. Who was working on a, uh, um, the uncle? Was the uncle? I forgot that album I was on. One of them. One of them albums. And Fifty was working on his second album. And um, this this girl, you know, I met her or whatever. Man, she knew who I was or whatever. She knew I was down with him, And she told me she'd do whatever I wanted
4: her to do if
2: I could get him on the phone so she could tell him that she loved his nose. <laughs> <laughs> his nose? Yes. What the hell? I, I called that nigga M so damn fast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like, M, man, this girl want to tell you something. And you just listen and, you know, whatever, let her know it's you. And get the fuck off, you know what I mean? And we get on the phone.
0: Like,
2: I love you now. He's like, "What the fuck?" I get the phone back. I I I'll tell you later, bro.
4: i <laughs>
2: done my did my puzzle. You know what I'm saying?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it was it was it was a, it was it a crazy night. And this last uh, one, last night. got the special treatment. Huh? Yeah, got the special treatment. Yeah, I got a little special treatment that evening. She got. She told me that. Uh,
0: <laughs> to her
2: about, uh, that but that's wow. crazy shit. And then, and then the last, the other thing when we were on tour, and these these girls were doing these crazy thing with these Heineken bottles. That was they were like literally drinking beer with their pussies in Boston. It was I had never wow. seen that shit. I've seen girls put bottles in there, but these women were taking the fluid out and putting it back in. Now, I don't know if that was tea or what, but the, they were drinking with their pussies. Their pussies were wow. operating like a mouse. It was kind of crazy. I didn't fuck none of them because I just was like, if they can suck, up, if they can suck liquid out of a they, they got vampire pussies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they suck blood out, the out of my dick. Nigga wouldn't be able to move. You know what I'm saying? I don't fuck with that. I need my blood. You know what I'm saying? I need all that. Came back with one. Yeah, nigga would have been fucked all the way up, sucking, sucking the juice out of my balls. Nigga would have had shriveled balls, no balls. <laughs> that would have been. You would have came out inside out. <laughs> no balls. I try, you know. Nigga want to reproduce. I Man, you know, I want to want to have some more children. You know what I mean?
4: Right.
0: That's, right. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. We live on Monday. Stack quote of the building. I'm gonna go ahead and put on a couple of more mics tonight on uh, Vintage Music Talk Radio. If y'all want to go ahead and file in, continue to send emails, continue to do what you do, but also call in and holler at us, you know what I'm saying, numbers 347-215-8653, 347-215-8653. 3. 3, a lot of love for Stack Quote tonight. You know, keep sending them uh them, uh, them chats up in the myspaces and stuff like that. I definitely appreciate it. a lot of A lot of people online doing what we do, and I'm going to go ahead and put a mic on this block, it with a bunch of ones across the board. You're on live tonight on Monday with that Quote, was good? Boy, I call you in the building. We're going to keep it moving. I'm going to put this uh, 702 caller for a quick minute, but I also want to throw out, Stat, what's uh, What's the plans for you and the album, bro? Because you know a lot of people, man, they, they not just been checking you, like I said, to start the show, but... A lot of people have been wondering, man, when you're going to have that full-length album with, with some good production and all that good shit popping. It's good with that? Well,
2: what, I, what I've been doing is, you know, I don't even want, really want to call them mixtapes, especially the last, like, three of them. You know, I put that stuff Got Something to Say out, the way you can get it online, and I came out with uh, The Bell Out, and then I came with uh, Quote City and Checks and Balances, and those two, those two were... Were more, like, albums because there's a lot of original production on it. So I'm going to come with this shit called Invisible Man. It's, like, all original production. And I'm coming with this shit called The Great Depression and Smoke Mirrors. And then um, as as Dre and them, and they figure out what they're going to do, as they start putting their shit out, then I'm going to start leaking some of this sad line of shit. That's what's
0: so
2: up. I'm going to be hearing a lot of my shit here. uh
0: here in the next couple of uh, weeks and months. That's definitely. What's up? Hey man, go ahead and put another question out there for Stan Quote, bro.
1: Hey, bro, um, I mean, I don't know what happened with, with your situation with, with Shape, man, But you know, in Aftermath, whatever, but, uh, you know, is everything on the up and up? You know what I'm saying? Y'all still going to, you know, do some kind of work here in the near future?
2: I mean, who knows, man? I, I haven't... Uh... I still communicate with Bishop and focus. A lot of the artists over there, I still talk to them, you know. But mm-hmm. as far as M and Dre and and you know the the higher ups, now nah, I haven't communicated with them. So who knows? I mean, right. they try. I, I you know they try. I think M during, M Green put this. He's putting out a double CD, you know what I'm saying? And and right. Dre trying to figure out if you know why all his songs keep getting leaked. So you know.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and,
2: you know, so, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what's going on with that. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think they're sitting around thinking about, you know, if we're going to ever get together and do music. They got their own personal agendas they're trying to, you know, trying right. to make happen, which is all good for me, you know. That's
1: right. I wish you Well, for the
4: listeners,
1: go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say for the listeners that don't know, you know, can you tell them, you know, how your whole situation with them got started?
2: Um, I did a I did a mixtape called Underground Atlanta, and um, it got in the hands of the mailman and he gave it to Dre. And you know, um, I went and worked out worked in LA with Dre, and me and Dre did this freestyle called The Future, and I started. After I did The Future, I put it out, and I started shopping my music to other people. I had a bunch of deals on the table. Eminem got wind of it. Heard my other songs called Dre. And, you know, I thought that was the best option for me, even though everybody told me that I shouldn't have done it. But I thought it was. I mean, you know, who passes up working with Dr. Dre and, and Eminem, and they just coming off of 50 Cent's first album, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, I'm, yeah. and I'm from the South, I'm thinking I'm going you know, be out of here. So, right. you know, I, do, I did know all the other stories of artists that were kind to aftermath and never came out. But I figured the whole Eminem and Paul Rosenberg, who run Shady Records, I thought that they would never let that happen. But, you know, obviously right. I was wrong. And right. it never came out. You know, me sitting over there learning the game. You know, I learned a lot from them on how to make records and how to make music, you know, at another level. You know what I'm saying? And what to pay attention to, which is, you know, to to make sure that sonically that everything sounds tight. And, you know, M made me a better MC because working with him and writing records with him, you know, you can't just get on no track or you'll get, you know, and not bring your best work or you'll get lost. You'll get lost easily, so. Wow. that that whole competition and that level of uh, of being around that level of a lyricist it helped me now from a business standpoint I'm, I'm definitely i definitely was unsatisfied with the outcome of me never to put the project out you know you know because I, I worked so hard on it and i felt like it was good enough and not just me some other people that work at these top hip-hop periodicals like the vibe and double x the source and all the different people that got to hear it, you know. But you know, um, by the time we was ready to try to do something with me, the whole shady aftermath wave wasn't the way it was. You know, it wasn't where it was supposed to be. It was a time where you could have put Stat Quo out and it would have sold ten million records or five million records just because it was affiliated with them dudes. Now it ain't like that. You know, let's be let's be real about it. Em is going to do his numbers because, you know, there are other white rappers, but pretty much he's the only one that, like, across the board, people respect and is credible. Right. Right? You know, let's be real about it. Let's be honest. He's the only one, you know. You got Ash Ross coming, but, you know, he's he's in Eminem's lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, you
2: know. I think Ash is dope. But it is what it is. He's in them playing. If anybody he sounds like him and them and he should sound like him because that's all he had to look up to. Right. If if all we if every rapper if the only rapper we had that we could relate to that looked like us was Jay Z, then all of us would probably rap like Jay Z because that's all we had. So all Asher have and a lot of these white rappers have that they can relate to, that they can say, okay, that's who I can be is Eminem because that's been accepted. So that's why dudes sound like that. Anyway, now, so being that he's the only one, he's the king of white rap because besides Tupac, nobody sold more rap records than him. He's going to sell records regardless. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know? But it used to, you know, it used to be a thing when a Dre beat came out where, like, people would rush and, like, it would just shut the game down. It ain't like that no more, you know? I mean, I'm looking right. online. You got, like, five, six songs that are being leaked from Dre, and it ain't even, you know, it's causing a stir, but it ain't stirring like it would have back five, six years ago. You know what I'm saying? That whole thing died down because you can only – you can only tell people for so long that you're going to put an album out. And they're going like, to be sitting anticipating it. I mean, come on. I think the Chronic yeah, 2001 but... came out in 1999, dog. It is 2008. You're going to be 2009. I told Dre. I told him a year, two years ago. I said, bro, you ain't putting the album out to 2010. You're going to be 50 years old. <laughs> Period. I told him to his face. He started laughing. He said, oh, okay, yeah, you think so? He said, yeah, you ain't putting it out. It ain't coming out. because it's- I've
3: been waiting on the Helter Skelter album since, shit, I probably was in high school. <laughs> no, nah, listen,
2: let me tell you something. There's a disconnect. You know, I just noticed that when I was out there, when I was working. Now, it might be different now, but there's a disconnect in that studio, man. There's what's going on in that world, and there's what's going on in the out There's... What is going on in the outside world? You know what I'm saying. Whatever you do, when you're trying to make music that the masses are gonna fool with, and you're you're making it based off of like trying to make hit records that are gonna come on the radio every 10 minutes, and that you're not paying for it to come on the radio every 10 minutes, but people are just like it. You know, you have to you have to incorporate some of the things that are happening in the songs that are going on right now. And that music from what that music doesn't incorporate that it don't sound like it. You know what right. I'm saying?
0: Yeah, it makes sense.
2: You know when, like when Kanye did his joint with the, when he was singing, he came with a uh, "Love Lockdown," and people mm-hmm. said he was crazy. But he, yeah, he was. He, it was different, but it still incorporated what was going on in the clubs. In some of the clubs in America. and some of the clubs around the world. He had that techno drum beat with that hot, that hard 808. You know what I'm saying? That that shit is what's going on. You understand what I'm saying? But When the last time you went in a club, and if it ain't the old Dre shit where you just going crazy, where you just heard a joint where you just had the hard drums and a dude doing some hardcore rap that ain't about a broad or nothing, just come on. It ain't, it's not what's going on. These kids is bouncing around. It went 808. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas in the bay. You know what I'm saying? Y'all motherfuckers fucking hiking in and going crazy. You know, this, this shit is different, dog. It ain't yeah. the same shit. And, and, and until somebody get in there and put some of that, incorporate that shit into what he doing, that shit, yeah, it'll come out, but it ain't gonna, it's not going to hit the way it's supposed to. Let's keep it real. That's you true. know, I love Eminem. I, Eminem's my dude. I fuck with him. But crack a bottle, what? I ain't been to no club and heard that. I ain't playing that in the club. That shit ain't That's playing. True. It's getting yeah. all them spins on the radio. But you know why I'm getting them spins? Cause oh, yeah, we, he's He the only one. Uh-huh. He the sure. only white rapper. And I told him, you know, it was the time I was in the studio. I was like, man, I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm like, dog, you the only white rapper. You don't have to do shit. You've already yeah. you've already set a precedent for yourself to where you will always sell three million records in the United States when you come out with an album because you are yep. all they have. You are all they have until that, that until another white rapper comes along that don't sound nothing like him that just does their own shit or that sounds like him but takes it to another level. You know what I'm saying? And that ain't happened yet. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody else falls under what he's already done. They haven't. Surpassed it. You see what I'm saying?
0: It's true.
2: So it's true. when it comes to when it comes to people talking about detox, oh uh, they got to incorporate some shit of what's going on right. Their music got to incorporate some shit that what's going on right now. Right now in these fucking time days and times when these so these kids and these people can really get on this shit. If not, it's gonna come out and, and people are only gonna buy it because Dre's name on it. And that'll be okay. sad.
0: No doubt. Let me uh let me go ahead and put a mic on this caller. Caller from a two one two Harlem World is it, now in the building. Hey, butter in the house, butter with it do, fam.
4: Man, it ain't no party to, like, get in the building. What it do, everybody in the house? Harlem World in the building. It's the boy, man. What's up, y'all? What's going That's on? With man, I'm chilling, man. What's going on? What y'all rapping about tonight, man? I know I'm late, I'm late, but now, you know nonetheless. I'm in the house, man. What's up? Yeah
0: in the building with the homie Stack Quo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is according up? this is all according to Stack Quo, you know what I'm saying? He got enough you know what I'm saying, even though he ain't got no full length albums out, he got enough <laughs> years years under his belt yeah, to be able to sound off and say what he need to say about whatever. Oh, F- yeah, everything
4: that anything that man says is respectful, man, all the way. I was actually talking to Sean Barron right now from Kot, that's my manager, and he was telling me, Hey, tell Stack I said, what's up, so you know I'm just saying what's, what's up. Tell him what up. Yes sir, yes sir.
0: That's so what's up. That's so what's up. Hey, man, I was I was going to ask you about detox. I mean, I know you talked about it a little bit, you know what I'm saying, as far as that goes. I mean, but in general, like, you know what I'm saying, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's been five years. Everybody more or less just kind of waiting and waiting, and then they kind of like, oh, it is what it is when it drops. I mean, I mean out of all the music and the songs that's been leaked, not leaked, this, that, and the other, have you made any kind of contributions to, to, to detox or not at all?
2: Uh, when I was there, I wrote tons of shit for it, you know, you know what I'm saying. But I, I mean, out of the stuff that came out, I didn't have, I didn't have anything to do with none of that, you know. I think, I think that's that's messed up that they that they leak and do songs like that. But you know, that might be karma for a bunch of his artists that he signed and he never put them out. You know, that might be his karma that he got to deal with. You know, and, and truth, truth be told, I don't think he wants to put the album out. You know what I'm saying? He's just in a position where he got to put it out. But I don't think he really want to put it out. You know, he want to go out like Jim Brown, you know, on top. You know what I'm saying? Everybody screaming your name, begging for you to come back. He's fucking around to put out a dud, dog. It, it, you know, he's scared he's going to fuck up his whole legacy. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So,
2: um, I mean, I and I don't think... Me, just I don't think dude is going to put out a dud. Regardless if it's accepted commercially to where it sells 20 million records, people are going to go support it because of his name and it's going to be some good music. Now, do I believe it's going to commercially do that thing? Nah, because it's like I said, it's a disconnect. Now, but I think it's going to sell and he's going to do what he's going to do. And you know, all in all, dude is a good person. You know what I'm saying? He's a good person. I learned a lot from him. You know, I just think he, like, around his circle of influence is just not the way it's supposed to be. When he did the first chronic, man, he had corrupt, snoop, dad, D.O.C., you know what I'm saying? Look at all these motherfuckers, super super fly. He had all these motherfuckers in there, young, hungry motherfuckers. They had no money then. They was broke. They was trying to get it. But they was in there all working together. That whole that synergy, you know, that power, you know what I'm saying? Then the second album, he had Jay-Z, Eminem. You know, Eminem hadn't made it yet. Jay-Z was Jay-Z, but he wasn't Jay-Z. He wasn't Jigga-Man, you know what I mean? He was just Jay-Z, okay. you know what I'm saying?
4: Definitely.
2: And Then he had Eminem. Eminem was coming off his first album, but M wasn't Eminem, you know
1: what
2: I mean? Right. He had right. Mailman, he had, like... He had Snoop. He had, like, he had all that them pieces. Sure. Now, now these, now you got people around, but it's a whole different era, and the people that you got around, some of them don't even, they don't like you no more. You got, have disagreements with them. You know, they feel like you for the shit, or some of them like you, but, you know, y'all done had these different things, so, it, all that shit comes into play when you try to just make music, because, it's hard to make music with a motherfucker that you feel like in your head, and you and Dre might not even know, but in your head you're like, this motherfucker really ain't look out for me the way I felt like he should. So you go in there and it, it all fucks up the music. You know what I'm saying? Whereas when you go in there and you got motherfuckers that just got a dream and they green to the business, they like, man, we're going to do this chronic and we all going to be millionaires. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah.
2: That's not how it goes most times. The people he got in there now, they know they ain't really they. They not gonna reap the benefit. They know the business, so it's like it ain't the same. It ain't the same synergy, man. It ain't. It ain't the same. Motherfuckers got chips on their no, shoulders, Ryan motherfucker.
0: would you ever fuck with a major again, or are you pretty much cool going the independent route?
2: I just think, I think what I think what it is, if a major had the. uh, if the major, if a major would, would transform its thoughts into what's going on right now, instead of uh, trying being stuck in that whole dinosaur shit, then maybe I will fuck with it. But yeah. I mean, I, I it's a it's a whole it's a whole new time. Like music, you gotta sell you 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 selling more than new CDs now. You know that that old school way of just oh I'm gonna put the CD out. I'm I'm am i I'm am I'm gonna work on the C D for a year and then we're gonna promote it for three months and put it out. That shit's whack. You know that that shit that that, that, that shit is whack. That's that's mm-hmm. whack as fuck. Really? You know, these things, like today, like content, content, content. If the internet ain't showing majors one thing, you know, I need to show motherfuckers that people want content. They wanna hear their favorite rappers all the time. You remember back in the days, dog. Nas would put an album out, you know, like 96, I don't know how old y'all is, but I'm fucking 95, 96, Nas would put an album out. You won't hear Nas unless you hear him rapping on somebody else's album, but you won't hear Nas for like another 12 months, you know what I'm saying? Now, nigga, Lil Wayne put the Carter Three out, two days later, he got four more songs on the internet, new, new shit, you ain't never heard. Mm -hmm. That shit never. never was like that. You know what I'm saying? So, so what majors need to start doing is packaging that shit, selling that shit, making it available for kids to buy. Like, okay, yeah, we got a Lil Wayne album, but you can also buy this little shit over here, these little maxi singles on Amazon, and iTunes, and selling all. You got to sell everything. You know what I'm saying? And you, it ain't no just making one album. You, know, you got to put shit out all the time. That's why. I put out all the mixtapes. It's like you got a—it's like a flood. It's like yeah, yeah, you know, no disrespect to to people in New Orleans, but it's like Hurricane Katrina. You got to just keep flooding and flooding and flooding and flooding till the levees break. You know what I'm saying? That you know—that's what it's about right now. You got to keep putting music out because people forget about you. They got short, short memories, man. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I'm Saying we live on Monday, and you know, saying we got a we got a few more minutes with stats, so. People, if y'all got questions, make sure y'all go ahead and hit them up. Emails keep coming. A lot of people just more or less just waiting and anticipating your your, your album to drop, your mixtape wise, album wise, or whatever. They just want to see a solo joint from you. So you got a lot of love from a lot of emailers, and people on the MySpaces right now. Because I know you got a MySpace up and popping too, right?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I got a MySpace page. Basically, stat quote, you know what I mean? Go on and check it out. I'm on the Facebook. I get my Twitter in, you know what I mean? I does it all man, I get that shit. I'm all I'm connected, man. I'm I'm all up I'm all about it, man. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Motherfucker wanna get in touch with me, it ain't hard, man. You, not, yeah. I, I'm easy to find. You know you what I'm saying? I, I'm easy to find. All you producers that's listening sing your beats over, man. Let's get it.
0: That's, that's right. Nothing. Google that man's name. Up. Do what he
2: if do. It, if, it's, if it's hot, I fuck with it. If it's not, I'm not fucking with it.
0: Yeah. So sure. sure. uh, questions, people, y'all got any more before uh, you know what I'm saying? Not only are we gonna say goodbye to stat but you know what I'm saying, it is one thing that I I definitely want to tell, you know, all the people that we've been had, you know, over the last year that we've been doing shows like this and shit, is like anytime you got something new, man, you gotta come give us give it to us and you know, let it be bumped around the globe, you know what I'm saying, on these online stations because you know, we we got listeners by the tons and and the fact that you won't here kicking it with us for you know for a good hour strong damn near is official. So, you know, you definitely got to make sure you make a return back here, so with some brand new hardcore shit like that got. And uh, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna keep
2: pushing. It's all good, brother. I got you. All
1: right, questions, people. Hey, Y'all hey, got that, any more? Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Um, is there anybody you know outside? Matter of fact, we ain't even gonna say like you know on a major level like Dre or Em, but anybody that's like a, a, a young and up upcoming man that you like, man, this cat is, is, is gonna be the next thing or this cat is hot, man. I, I feel the route
4: he's about to go. I
2: like uh I like Corey Gunn. Corey I Gunn.
4: like uh
2: awesome commercial shit. I like Drake. Yeah, I
4: knew it. I know? knew you, I knew you were gonna say Drake. I knew that, man. I definitely
2: I think, knew that. I think I think I think Dude is I think dude is dope. Cause he can sing, yeah. like really sing, not really, like you really know. Sing, yeah. He can sing for real, and motherfuckers can rap. You know. Yeah. I could definitely hear the influence of Wayne and Kanye in his flow, but who gives a fuck? Fuck it. You know what I mean? Everybody yeah, right. get their, You know, when I when I listen to Wayne, I hear three thousand and Jay Z, and and what 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 was dope about Wayne is he took it. And he kind of morphed it to his own shit now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like his own style. So Drake eventually get in there on some rap shit and morph that shit into his own shit. You know what I mean? So
4: Man.
2: I think I think I think dude, I think dude is dope. You know, I think um, like I said, Corey guns Um, I like I like B O B out of Atlanta. You know, some South shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I like lie.
2: um. um I like Asher, you know, I think Asher's dope, you know what I mean? I, I hope that, I hope he morphs this shit into, you know, something else, you know, because, you know, his his people scooter, I've been on scooter for a long time, so I hope that shit really works out. Um, you know, who else? Who else new? They got them young motherfuckers. They got that all on that cover. Who else is on that cover? What do
4: you think about Nipsey? Who? Yeah, Nipsey Hustle man
2: in the house, man. Shout out to Cinematic. Dog, am I am I just behind? Cause I haven't heard a lot.
4: Oh you haven't heard I, I, of a lot
2: of I haven't heard Nipsey at all.
4: No, Nipsey had though. Nipsey had for sure.
2: I haven't
4: Nip- I have I haven't
2: heard him. I wanna listen to him. I haven't yeah, heard him.
4: Exactly. I, I
1: I I've only heard one joint, so man, I can't I can't say you hot off of that one joint yet. So I mean, he cool for now. With he cool for now, but you know, I, I, that's 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 where I'm at with him. You when know? I get
2: off the phone, I'm gonna go up to the computer and actually uh, go listen to some of his shit. Actually,
4: yeah, he like he like a young Snoop a little. You know what I'm saying? He like a definitely like a young Snoop. though. I mean, that's a hard, you know, that's a big shooter field though. But he like a, he got a little Snoop in him. You know what I mean? I mean, he looked just like the nigga, but you know what I mean? He got a lot of Snoop in him. <laughs> You know who Definitely I always dope. thought
2: was, you know who I always thought was dope from the West Coast and never got a shot. Really, no. I, I like, I like Crooked Eye, man. I mean,
1: oh, I do Crooked Eye is dude. That's that's fam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what's on me, that man. I,
2: that motherfucker be rapping his ass off, man. That's, I, I ain't that, feel about I like my, that. I like that slaughterhouse shit, man. I you know, it might not be, it might not have no, like, you know, it might not really be commercial, and you are gonna hear it on the radio, but them motherfuckers on that. They spitting their ass off. Them motherfuckers rapping, dog. I am a hey. man. I like that I hey. like rapping. You know a motherfucker you know that motherfucker just spit, you know what
1: I'm saying? I like that shit. Hey. I can see a stat hey. quote Crook and I connect right there.
2: Yeah, yeah I think we probably do some we probably do some damage to a record, man. How yeah, that ain't I, nothing but the, ain'
3: nothing uh, but a
0: word. Glad
3: is Razz. what about Rascast? For what? Razcast, how you feel about
2: Razcast? I really it's I like the way Rap. Raz is incredible. As a matter of fact,
4: you know who else you know who you know who else I
2: always wanted to work with too? Actually not necessarily like and this gonna sound crazy. I'm y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna believe it, but I'm serious. I'm glad y'all from the base. E forty.
1: Oh that's too.
2: Let me tell you why. Do you realize the majority of the slang that motherfuckers Third. use to make crimes? He created it all.
1: Yes,
2: heard. He created it all, like the majority of the slang, all the shit. Yep. Yeah. He like the he
1: had father a of
2: of last Monday.
1: Yeah, we just had him last Monday, man, and we man, we paid homage. We paid He's homage. the
2: father of hip hop slang. Yeah,
1: I agree with you there.
3: I, I think he's him one him. of the most original artists that ever ever spit on un- spit. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know how. You know, I don't think that he's under. He's not definitely not underrated. Uh, uh, over here on the West Coast, but I think that uh, worldwide he, he's he's underrated. But you, you're right, man. I mean, he put so much, and, man, he, he blessed us with a couple new, uh, uh, you know, lingos and names that he got. You know he got a million names, you know what I'm saying? he watermelon now, you know what I'm saying? i like, wow, you know what I'm saying? He just keeps coming with it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: dude, dude, is, dude is a special talent, man. Bay Area. What?
3: Why do you actually think that uh, some of these talents that we we named don't don't blow as big? Like I, I you know, me, I've been a, a huge fan of rap because I think he one of the nicest on the mic. Been the nice one of the nicest on the mic for a long time, but he doesn't he doesn't blow like you know the rest of the artists do.
2: Because because it ain't really about the rapping. It's about more of the, of the songs, and if the songs I have that commercial, it's it's different on some rap shit, and then. I can I can separate the two, you know what I'm saying? I understand why Snoop Dogg is Snoop Dogg, and I understand why Razz Cash is Razz Cash. you know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg makes very melodic music, you know what I'm saying? He's very melodic with his, with his flow, you know what I'm saying? It's like, why did Domino come out and have that big hit record? It was very melodic, even going back that far. Here we go, here we go, da-da-da-da. It's very melodic, you know what I'm saying? melody driven and that's why you have Snoop Dogg and Nelly was so big and Bone Thugs and Harmony was so big and and and, uh, and Outkast There's a lot of melodies in there and singing yep. to where it's like appealing to to the ear and you know you you even bring it to the day you listen to T-Pain and Akon and, and Nate Dogg and wonder why these motherfuckers are always on hooks is because it's easier for people to remember them melodies than to remember somebody just on that bitch, rapping yeah. their ass off. And you, you Just like, about yeah. out of
4: space and all that. I feel you. Yeah,
2: so so me being a writer of raps, and, and I love that complex shit because I'm an OC, cannabis, old school head with it. You know what I'm saying? Like Paris, one, you know, type shit. I like that. But at the end of the day, I understand because I write the other shit for other people. And when I get in that zone, I do that shit too. I understand that you gotta have melody in these songs if you wanna if you wanna come out here and sell records and you wanna be a commercial artist. Like Day and Night by Kid Cudi, right? Now, you might not think Kid Cuddy the dopest M C. You might think Corey Guns is a better rapper than him. But yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, Kid Cudi came with it day and night. I think I only heard that song twice, though. I've only heard that song two times, and I know that melody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah. Like them
2: motherfuckers, LMSAO. They 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 can't rap, but you that song that I'm from LA, bitch. You just drink. You know that shit just catchy. It got a melody to it. You, it just right. goes, it just works, you know what I'm saying? So until those artists figure out a way to take that that complex rhyme shit yeah. and make it to where we all can fuck with it, like M did it. M, M took that complex shit, but he put out the records that he made. Singles were always silly and very heavy. They were funny and, and they were very melodic. That's why he blew up and then he was, you know, just being that he was the only white rapper. Didn't hurt him at all, and being that Dr. Dre was making all his beats, didn't hurt him either. So, yeah. yeah, all that shit is important, man. You need melody. You gotta, you gotta have melody in the music, and that's a lot of them rappers that just, you know, I cause I do it too. We be on our moon stars and quasars shit. Sometimes we, get, <laughs> we we get caught up in the flow, and you you heard how I killed that flow, and we forget that. Wow, yeah. little, be- little 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 t- um Becky is nine years old with. As she don't want to hear that shit. She want to hear some old shit that's easy to remember.
4: Exactly right. And as we, uh,
0: as we, as we get ready to let you go, bro, on live on Monday. Um, go ahead and toss out your MySpace for these listeners out here that's checking you. Tell them what your MySpace is.
2: Look, man, go to MySpace. You can type in stat quote. But I always say, best thing you you just uh you get your Google up, Yahoo, search me, man. You know, search me and explore the, explore the Internet and, and come into the world and the world with your stat quote, man.
0: This, hit this man on the Twitter, too, because he's doing his yeah. thing on the Twitter. I get, right. my, twi-
2: I get my Twitter off, Facebook, you know what it is? Yeah. Let's at your boy, you
0: know? Yeah. And also, man, like you said, for like E-40 and Crooked Eye, man, to me that's nothing but a word. So if that's collabo- collabs you want to do in the near future, man, that's that's just – that's just a phone call away, brother. So oh, we gonna no, make yeah, sure we. Yeah,
2: I, just, I I, think, I think, them dudes is incredible. You know, actually, that would be yeah, a, yeah. all three of us. That would be insane, incredible. We going we gonna put that
0: in motion for you, cause that's just what we do. Cause, I mean, we managed to um, hook up Crooked Eye now, and that <laughs> whole, excuse me, and that whole together and stuff. So, you know, we, we, we managed to reunite a lot of artists that's really into another artist. So, you know, we you can make some good history right there with a cricket eye, E-40, quote, collabo, you know what I mean? So that's what we do.
2: Yeah, well, there it is, man. You know, y'all know what, how to get me, man. I'm, I'm just a, a, a email or a phone call or whatever. away. I'm right here. I ain't went nowhere.
0: Yeah, that's what's up. Man, and I definitely appreciate you taking the hour out to hang out with us, bruh. Make sure you come back and do it again and uh, you know, bring some exclusive shit to vintage music talk radio, because, I mean we holding you down and we definitely respect your contributions to the game, brother. So make sure you keep it one with us.
2: You already know, man. Y'all keep up the because, yes, you know, we need we need real radio, we need real talk. You know, a lot of you, a lot of these shows you can't really say what you wanna say, so let's you all p pro- providing a platform so people can to actually hear what the fuck the real shit that's going on and not be right. caught up in all this fake motherfucking shit to where they lost and thinking it's one thing, and then they get a part of it. They're like, damn, if I would have known this, I might have would have stayed, stayed in med school or fucking done some other <laughs> shit. <laughs> there
0: you go. All right, brother, I appreciate it. Man, keep it one I'll be...
4: Next Legacy.